When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, we spoke snow sports last hour, so we thought we may as well continue with the winter sports theme today and talk some code. Super rugby, believe it or not, is only a month or so away. And the Highlanders are adding an international flavour this year to try and return to where they believe they should be on the table. This week, they unveiled their new English playmaker, Freddie Burns, who will bring a real edge of class and stability down south. And working with him closely, no doubt, will be fellow Englishman and new attack coach Richard Whiffen. Richard is on the line with us now to talk about the year ahead for the Landers. Morning, mate. How you doing? Very good. Thank you. Yourself? Yes, very good. Up and about. It's a beautiful day here. What's the weather like down in Dunedin? No doubt be sun is shining as well. Yeah, mate, it's an absolute stunner, as I've, uh, I've learned uh, over the last couple of weeks. It's been lovely since I've been down in there, mate. So, yeah, sunny, it's all good. Beautiful. Mate, how's the transition been for yourself, Richard? Obviously, you coached at the World Cup with the Wales women's rugby team, and then you've been asked by Clark Dermody to come out and, and have a crack in, in the Highlanders setup, mate. How have you found the transition? Yeah, it's been it's been awesome, mate. Um Really enjoying it. Players have, have, have bought into into the philosophy and the principles that we're you know trying to trying to put in place, and um, I think they're enjoying uh, slightly different uh, in, environment and 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 learning um, different ways to 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 strike and to play. Um, but in in terms of from my end, it's just uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but. Um, yeah, loving every minute of it so far. Hey, Richard, attack coach, and I've always wanted to ask this question: what What do you think the difference is between the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere that um, you can bring down here, especially implementing with the landers? Um, I think uh, very, very quickly you can see um, the difference around set piece and and the, the, the game management. Um, I think they're areas that um, you know some of those. Uh, traditional um, pillars of the of the northern hemisphere game. Um, the the speed down here is a lot quicker in terms of um, the the transition element, and there's a, there's a lot more focus in and around the the counter attack and turnover. Um, and so I think from from my end, it's it's almost bringing a balance um, of the stuff that's already ingrained down down here um, in Super, and especially um, with the Highlanders, and and almost just trying to um, add a, a, a different flavour and give give the guys a, a, a different understanding of, of how we can um, you know build our way up the field and um, and and play ultimately where the space is. Now you got Clark Dumity, you got Tom Donnelly, you got yourself. You got a really young uh, and ex- you know you've had you've been experienced, but 
relatively new coaching group. How has Clark Dermody taken over the, the the coaching role? And does he is he a bit more of a is he a hands on head coach, or does he allow you guys to go out there and just coach the way that you can coach? Yeah, no, he's he, he's he's been awesome, um, and he gives gives us pretty pretty good autonomy in our areas. Um, you know, he's um, he he knows how he wants the the game to be played, uh, and but but in terms of us having um, you know our own reign of our of our of our ship, you know, we're we're in charge of that. But as a as a group, um, there's there's good collaboration. You know, where there's a real um, drive from all of us to to co-coach and to coach in the moment on you know if if it's a defensive element that that you know we're coaching both sides of the ball and um you know Tom Donnelly Ricky Flute in the background are, are picking up little bits yeah. and pieces uh, uh, as and when we go through so it's definitely a collaborative um coaching environment that that's um yeah I'm really enjoying there's there's um you know there's some really healthy debate in the in the coaching office and um <laughs> it, it, it's it's getting it's getting um yeah we're seeing it transfer onto the training field well, I'll tell you what, Tom Donnelly isn't short of a word, mate. He's got plenty to say. I played with Tom, so Sassy. Sassy with plenty to say. Hey, quick, I'm just read off some names. Marty Banks, Mitch Hunt, Cam Miller, yes. and you've got Sam Gilbert that could potentially fill that 10 role. Now, you've gone out and got Freddie Burns. How and why did this come about, mate? And what's Freddie going to offer to this outfit? Um, well, I think, you know, to, to start with, we have to be realistic around um some of the you know um Mitch and and and, uh, yeah. and Marty hadn't played for a while and you know there's there's mm. um they're both to be fair on their on their way back and tracking really well and you know we got we hope those guys will will be good to go for the year um and then with yep. Cam you know you've got someone who's got uh, got massive potential and he's going to be a huge player for the for the Highlanders um going forward in his career but um the opportunity that you know with, with that that arose with Freddie being available um you know he's he's got bags of experience, international experience. You know he he, he led the he led the Tigers to to victory last year in the in the Prem, um, and 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 also someone that um, he's got that attacking flair, so he'll suit Super Rugby. Um, that's his that's nice. his sort of go-to. But he's but I suppose his last three or four years at Leicester have really, I think, um, built his game management and his understanding uh, um, around that. So I think he'll come down and. He'll he'll fit in really well with the boys, um, and he'll just be able to um, complement those those other tens that that we've mentioned um, to, to you know to, to to improve us as a as a squad and and to and to drive our our understanding of how we want to play. Hey Richard, fresh eyes on the Landers coming in. Who's impressed you? Um, I've been massively impressed with Sam Gilbert. You mentioned him earlier. Um, yeah. You know, guy. You know, big, tall, powerful uh, man. Um, he dominates the, the the air, but real subtlety in his game. That um, mm. you know, from me, you know, scouting the team last year. Um, you know, he played a number of different positions, but I think he's got a he's got real potential to to, to really hopefully nail down that that 15 jersey, but a 15 that that can really be someone that threatens the line as a first receiver as well in phase play. So. Um, massively impressed with with Sam and and what he's um, what he's offered so far. Mate, you got firepower all over the park, and someone I'm excited to hopefully come back and and tear it up and have a big 2023 is uh, Falau Um How's he tracking, yeah. mate? And, and just quick, I've been watching the socials. You've been working probably hardest out of any other teams, extremely <laughs> hard. You're working weekends sometimes. 
Is that kind of the signs that of the kind of style of game you want to play? Ball and play and play fast and, and play everywhere? Sporadic? Yeah, 100%. Like we want, we want to... Um, yeah, we want our boys to be the fittest in the competition, um, and we want us to be able to to test teams and take and take them deep into the well. So, um, yeah, the boys have been they've been uh, into some dark places uh, over the last few weeks, and <laughs> I think that's that's uh, allowed us. You know, they've been working hard in and around the the, the gym and their their off-feed stuff, which has allowed us as a whole new group of coaches to to get a lot more coaching time on the grass with the with the lads, which has been awesome. Um, and then back to your first question around Falau, um, he's tracking well. Um, you know, he's he's back. He's he's on the training field. He's he's um, he's in our fifteen on fifteen. So you know, he's he's worked really hard on on his on his rehab. And you know, he was obviously with the with the ABs the last couple of days. Um, so you know, he's you know he's tracking well for 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 being available for for the season. So you know, he is a weapon that um, that we want to be able to use. Hey Richard, looking at Super Rugby, where is a I guess from your perspective as a, as a coach, where is uh, there somewhere in the competition that you can look to expose? Um, I think there's there's massive opportunity, especially with the with the the new interpretation stroke laws that the the refs are gonna are gonna bring in. Like I think um, already, yeah, with, with with them the defensive nine having to having to stay but behind the tunnel. Um, you're going to start yeah. seeing a lot more uh, playable ball off scrum. Um, I think you're going to see a lot more uh, uh, interaction with your eights off the off the base. So I think not necessarily weakness of the comp- or opportunity of competition. I think the fact that they open the the laws up, I think you'll see a much better brand off the off the back of scrums, um, nice. which you know, we all know is one of the best ball to to play from. And um, hopefully, you know that 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 will open up open up the game even more. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Look, it would be remiss of me not to ask this question. It's been exposed all over the world, and you come from up there, so I've got to ask you. The waist-height tackle rule, mate. What's your thoughts yeah. on it? Um, uh, you know, I've, I've, I was shocked when it came out, and obviously listened to all the podcasts <laughs> that have been going around about it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's disappointing from, from my end. I think it's going to turn a lot of, you know, I've, I've got, got a lot of mates still in the the UK that play, um, you know, uh, low level, low level uh, rugby, just you know, with their mates, just to get out on a Saturday afternoon, and 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 the general consensus is, you know, they they're not they're not too too fussed about playing a game where you know they can't they can't rip in in the tackle. So, um, I think it, it seems like it's a decision that, or it's been an issue within the pro game that they've kind of put on the amateur game, which I'm not 100 percent sure. Where and they'll, 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 you know, they'll I'm sure they have their reasonings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's um, <laughs> he's been in tackle clubs. He's been in tackle clubs. So yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah, I like, um, I like nah. So I think um, <laughs> I think I think it's a big big decision that um, whether there might be some unintended consequences off the back of it will be uh, will be the, the the interesting one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it's pretty um, drastic and, and rash. Rational um, yeah. decision they've had to make, and just out of nowhere, and they've made it for for one reason only, and that's the international the pressure that they were on. I feel, and it's affected the community. Yeah. And without the community, there won't be any international, Richard, mate. Hey, uh, appreciate your time this morning, and uh, from what I'm hearing, I think the Hollanders are going to have a great season. I know it's just a start, but uh, showing signs early. Uh, thanks so much, Richard, and uh, all the best for the rest of the season, mate. Yeah, no worries. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. There he is, Richard Whiffen. He's the tech coach for the Hollanders. And uh, 
Very refreshing. Mm. Very refreshing. They can learn a lot. Um, it'll be a difficult task coming down here. Like you, you think can be at the set piece is probably put to the back. It's playing open. It's playing a bit of a unstructured style of play, and they're really structured up in the north. So bringing those philosophies down under and and getting the buy-in from the players, um, I, I hope yeah it unfolds and things go well for them. Yeah, well, well, new different young styles. coaching set up. Yeah, different mm. styles like you're talking about, Northern Hemisphere. So he's definitely going to bring something down um, from that part of the world. Just like the Warriors, mate, they've, they've done the same by bringing Richie Agar down um, from the English game, bring fresh eyes to the organisation. Uh, what I liked, what I really liked, was they wanted to be the fittest team in the competition. If you're the fittest team in the competition, you, as you know, you're able to um, go out there and do what the co- what the coach wants you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and on, on as the season goes on, on a regular basis. So if they get that part right, that's obviously the pinnacle where they've they've set the 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 bar. Um, they they obviously are thinking that the rest will follow. So uh, fuck a Tava too, mate. Coming back from that knee injury in the 15, 15 on fifteen. So basically, mm. when he said that, he's meaning contact. Um, wow. Oh yeah, heavy in there. Unbelievable. Anyone loves contact. Falau Fakatava loves it. He's, he no, he doesn't shy away from hard. it. <laughs> He's working extremely hard. But yeah, just on that, Kepi, the fittest team, it just rings bells from 2015 when Jamie Joe was in there and he was thrashing the lads. They were doing a thousand down and ups a day and just working extremely hard. But the messaging was quite on point. I think the messaging would be similar. I know Clark Dermody would have been in there mm. uh, at that time. No one likes us. We're not a team of superstars. We don't have uh, game breakers. We don't. He'll be just trying to really get the best out of these players, getting them on edge, and telling no one respects us. We're going to work harder than anyone else, and we're going to outwork teams. And look what they had in 2015. They went to the capital and got their first championship. So, ooh, watch the space. I wouldn't want to be in there, and uh, I've done a few pre-seasons, but I've heard this one is absolutely uh, freakish. So look, I'm going to shoot off because I'm going to come back. I did a little bomb squad uh, on pre-season, what it's involved, what it entails, and if you don't do the mahi, the the kind of things that will happen to you going forward, it's going to be a long, long season. So that was Richard Whiffin coming back with my bomb squad.